Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs> you are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, yeah. the other side of sports. I'm your host, yeah. Laws, in the building. Yeah. It's me and Aaron and this gym rocking out. That's right. You already know. Uh, got, a, got a packed show, a lot of stuff on tap for today. Uh, got a special guest probably going to join us a little bit later. We're going to see. Um, but, of course, we got a question of the day. Uh, before we get into to all the sports talk and content and all that stuff, question of the day comes in. It says, my 49-year-old wife has been married to me, 42, for 11 years, and we have one son. My wife has recently went back to school at a university. She's been talking and texting a lot to one of her classmates. I have confronted her about this and she says there's nothing going on that she just admires him because he has the type of job that she wants and wants to learn from him. She says that that they have never met in person because most classes are on Zoom due to COVID and he lives three hours away. But next spring, they'll be in a class together. She's been more secretive lately. She's changed the pen on her phone and it's it's normal for us to know each other's pen. And she blocked me from seeing her calendar events on my iPhone. <laughs> the other night we were watching TV on the couch and I see her scrolling through a long text chain and smiling. I asked, what are you smiling about over there? She lied and said nothing, just stupid Facebook stuff. And she lied again to me last night. She said that she has to work over for some staff meeting from four to five. The problem is that before she blocked me from her calendar, I saw she has a Zoom meeting with her classmate from four to five. I haven't confronted her about this. Don't know the correct way to do it. My heart is broken. I have this weight in the middle of my chest that keeps me up at night. (laughs) I actually called off work today because I lack sleep and sick feeling in the pit of my stomach. I'm bawling my eyes out as, as, I type this. I've had, had suicidal thoughts for the first time in my life, although leaving my son without a father is something I can never do. I have her classmate's phone number and typed up a text, but I didn't send it. No. Should I send it? No. I want him to know that I'm here and know who, who and I know who he is. Her classmate, uh, I, I, this is what he's typed up, I guess. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm my wife's husband. She talks very highly about you and says what a big help you are on the assignments. Maybe next spring when you're at university, I can come down and we can all have lunch together. I I am so right. I am so lost right now. Sorry. I uh, forgot to mention that the other night 
<clears throat> she asked if I would be open to marriage counseling. I said, absolutely. I happened to check the browser history on the PC and she's been searching for marriage counseling near me. So I have to take this as a good sign, right? What should I do? My man in the gauntlet. Got him in the vortex. It the might vortex. be too late, though. First of all, don't oh, send text. Don't say, <laughs> it ain't gonna do nothing but have him hit the drink quicker than he already was on the path to do that drink though. He already got a lake and it ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> nothing you can do. <laughs> she gone. <laughs> she gone though. For the no, moment. She... Cause homeboy don't want her permanently. He he know you there. He talking about he want him to know. He know you there, he don't care. Cause she don't care. <laughs> you know so... It's downhill, dog. What you mean she don't care? She out here in the streets, her? It's not too late, dog. It's not too late. It's too late for homeboy. He gonna tax the drink. It's already queued up for that drink to go down. It, it's just one more time for him getting on her nerves or doing something slick or, or being insecure or trying to ask for a pen or bring up some stuff she don't want to hear. Can he do anything? What can he do, Aaron? What can he do? So how you do know, you, if you're in a situation like this, right, how do you turn the tide? How do I'm going to tell turn you why I could never be in a situation like this. Because when I sense the funny business, I'm not looking for a way to fix the drink. That's your cue to get out early before you end up on the rock bottom, dog. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way. Once her brain starts operating like that, it, it's finished. There's nothing he could do. And even if homeboy don't end up getting it, it's going to be somebody else, though. Her her mind is out the door already. So 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 you don't think it's, a, it's any kind of a good sign that she's trying to look up the marriage counseling to try to help mend the fences and get things back on on, on Easy Street, dog. There's no hope in that. I mean, it's hope, but <laughs> dog, you know, once they mind go that way, it's <laughs> dog. So this is the thing. It's a lot of things problematic about this situation, bro. First, when the youngest be openly lying, usually it'd be the other way around, where the bad would be swelling heavy. Yeah, and, and the bad youngest lying be like, too. Yeah, the she bad. Don't even care. To like iron up or, or tie up the loose ends. She's just saying she just anything to get the, the conversation over. Change the pen, flip yeah. the script. Young and probably, you know, it, it's school, Joe. So you don't, young and probably like 20 years her singing, giving her flavors. And it's the kind of stuff a lot of youngers do for real, even if they didn't intend on doing nothing crazy. But when he act like a gump and start like acting insecure and pressing and pressing and pressing, that joint just make you look weak and make the next Bama look <laughs> like he, it might be time for somebody else to slide in. It might be, dog. It might be. Old. If it wasn't a, a marriage, dog, I would definitely would have said. You get said out. get out, get out of Dodge, right? But dog, because it's not in his control. It's another human being, dog. There's nothing he could do but just watch and wait, see how the joint play out. No hope. Oh, ain't no reverse. Ain't no reverse. Uh, ain't no reverse magic on this one, huh? Only because not to say that like marriage counseling doesn't help, or not to say that things can't mm-hmm. be fixed. But this is not like a simp. This is like 
this sounds like just the result of a bunch of other stuff that already mm. came to pass. And once it gets to this point, <laughs> something got to happen. Whether that mean dude knock a joint down and then she come back and realize it was a mistake. Or she probably feeling guilty. That's why she engaged in the uh, therapy joint. But at the same time, her mind is already there. Oh, you think she already went off the deep end and this to come back to... In her mind, at least, she feel like that's what she want to do. That's why she like, all right, let me try to catch myself before I go off the deep end. Dang, see, what, see if I could get back on the same page with this gunk. Who want to look at my phone? Dude. The Bama is fell apart, though. He fell apart. The Bama Man, said he in a fetal... He said he curled up in the shower in a fetal. He can't even eat. Bama said he got a, a sensation in the pit of his stomach. He can't eat. And suicidal thoughts. He need to go to counsel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I'm sorry, dog. This joint ain't... Yeah, it ain't no... It ain't looking good at all, champ. You gonna, yeah, you gonna have to do the counseling piece, yeah. And so is this... I mean, this is his wife. I'm assuming this is who he has the, the son with or the kid with. Yeah, it sounds like that. Son 11. Dog is rough out here. He 11 and his mom in the streets. And his social media days, dog, could you imagine? <laughs> in middle school, your mom's outside and Bama's found out about Dog, nah. Might gotta let it go, dog. Might gotta let it go. I mean, go to the oh, counseling. They can't hurt. But. Yeah, go to the counseling. At least get everything on the table because that's that's an opportunity for you to find out the real. Because you sending a text, I know the jump burning your brain up where you feel like you got to like interject and intercept. Doing it's not, that. It's never it's stopped not gonna, any dude ever, ever. It's not going to go the way you think it's going to go. And ultimately, it's going to backfire because... <laughs> Y'all can go and act a fool once once you you intervene. She gonna be hot. She gonna she gonna be hot. She gonna it's gonna just exacerbate the insecurities that she knows you have, and then it's gonna really tip the box. She might leave the house that night and drive up the main man house. So, is there anything more unattractive to a woman than a dude that's super insecure? I don't know, bro. That might be number one on the totem pole, yeah. That might be number one on the totem pole. So he got to get that in order before he... It's just... It's so so much stuff going on in the background. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of backgrounds, Stevie J, dog, getting spousal support from Faith Evans? Where they do that at? In America, where everything's equal. Dog, he getting paid for Faith Evans. Where's Faith Evans' money coming from? I thought she got his. Dog, got that's his. still a rotation. Stevie J got his too, dog. Wait, he not getting no bread. But he not a he's he's a, a producer. He's not an artist. So his residuals and he was a part of a group of producers. So mm-hmm. his piece of the pie is way smaller than what her piece of the pie gonna be. And it ain't even call. And he got like ten kids. Yeah, he do got a rack of kids, dog. That money is that gone, Stevie though. J doing Stevie J, dog? That Bama is a snake. <laughs> he a funny snake. That Bama is yeah, he a slime ball. I don't even know how youngest be giving him the time of day, honestly, dog. I mean, 
I, I guess, I guess you can get if you got hits in your your re, your repertoire, you can probably you gonna pull a game. Well, if you got game. He been snatching the youngest from way way back. Yeah, you're right. Even though, you know, he he knows <laughs> the buttons depressed. though. you know that. Once you know the combination, no, you set you for life. <laughs> Until you no, age out the that? game, you set for life. No, man, but definitely know the combinations, yeah. But I'm just trying to find out how people fall in that vortex, dog. When the Batman got, he a scam artist. But scam artists, nine times out of ten, gonna be charismatic, and it's gonna come across <laughs> like. See, people just judging fact, him. Yo. Like when you talk to him one on one, dog, the way they engage you, charismatic, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. You, you can be like, yeah, he's not that bad. People just hating on this dude. <laughs> And then you end up in the vortex, and then now she want to be like, Yo, I should have listened to everybody else. You know how it goes. Facts, nah, that that that's a fact, dog. That's a fact. And everybody ain't exactly lining up for Faith, Faith Evans as it is. Yeah, she done. She done. Yeah, she done. She went over the deep she passed end, her prime. Yeah, she passed her prime. But I mean, like, dang, they was married too, and it is is rough out here, dog. Whole world. Is a cold world facts. Uh, Deion Sanders brings Brittany Renner on to 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 the film room to talk to his players. You think that's a smooth move? I think more coaches should do stuff like this because I think this would be more valuable to them than some of the other BS that some of these people mm-hmm. that are not a part of the culture try to sell them as what's important. Because you see most of the time. Let's say the guys in that locker room that may end up making it to the next level. A lot of these guys seem so unprepared when they get to that point because they so busy taking in false information and, and and red flags from people that's not a part of the culture, don't know what the kids are going through. Dion knows 100% what they're going through. And he's way more in touch. It, Go ahead. I was going to say, honestly, I feel like her talking, there was no value in what she was saying. I feel like when she left, that's when Dion got real with the Bams and Because <laughs> I was listening, I'm like, young, she's not, like, what is she trying, like, I, I, it wasn't making sense to me. I'm like, what are you talking about? But but, but she she's never been around for her brains or what's coming out of her mouth. So it's just... <laughs> She's, but she's an excellent person to be able to make a point about, like you saying. Once she rolled out, and he and the kids already, they got the end. They already know what's going they on already, in the world. So when she walked in, they, ooh, <laughs> right. they already know. They see PJ Washington and all this stuff he going through. So it's like Yo, just Dion just L's. It, it, it's like a conversation piece to be able to kind of pivot off and be like, oh, y'all got to watch out. These young is really out here. They're really out here, dog. They're and really then we got a group here. chat full of bammers trying to act like. No, stop it! Like, <laughs> <but> stop! <laughs> like they won't trip over that. Like they won't trip over that speed bump. Out there. I was levitated out of my bed when I read that joint. Like, God, don't stop this foolishness. <laughs> oh, they not gonna do with Brittany Renner. No, first in line. Yeah, they first get got because you you already know she she know how to fandangle you into the same way as Stevie J, dog. They they know how to operate, dog. Until they get what they be, and then you, then it all, it all falls down, yeah. It all falls down. Oh, Brittany Renner, dog. She, she a character for sure. For That's sure. Fair. For sure. Yeah. Let's let's move on to some sports. Uh, we had a Monday night game last night. Uh, the Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. 
uh, I I think the the Patriots were underdogs in this game going into Buffalo. Two and a half. This Bama Belichick is the goat. Ran the ball <laughs> two hundred and seventy thousand times. The Bama only had one pass in the first half. Oh, is the Bama Bill Belichick the goat? Though is yeah. he a genius in any Cause, sport cause, culture? Because last year, Bama's was talking about him like he it was oh he's Tom Brady he's fluke blah blah everything was Tom Brady and he of course because of COVID they lost a lot of their roster they had eight players opt out starters had a had a had a, a plug and play quarterback not like really just kind of a makeshift year right. They come back this year, and it seems like they're the Patriots of old. I'm not saying Mac Jones is Tom Brady, but like early he's in early Tom, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. career, he's yeah. early Tom Brady. He got the early Tom, like Tom Brady early on, just did enough, and the he humility. didn't hurt you, and he to, just like to just do what the coach asks of you and not try to do too much, like to have the defense, to have the running game, to be able to. If you took 90% of the quarterbacks out there let them through three passes in a game. I don't care if it's a torrential downpour or hurricane. They're going to be pissed. That's something you're going to have to coach through during the week to get them back on your like on the same page. But that's not something he has to deal with because he treats everybody that way. Yeah. It was it was I, I was I wasn't Why is the ambulance shocked. out this drink, dog? This is the <laughs> suburbs. It better be saying on the back of that drink. <laughs> I don't know why you hit a drink. Can you hit a fire truck or I can't. No, no, yeah, they out here. Uh, yeah, I, so I, Bill Belichick, the Bama be cheating. So we gonna just keep it all the way hundred. You go to New England, they tapping your whole your headset, everything. Headset might not work. The night before in the hotel, funny business gonna happen. They gonna give you bed bugs in your sheets, all types <laughs> of stuff. They gonna it's not. Trust me, they doing. They pulling out every. Every angle to get an advantage. They letting the fire alarm drill go off in the middle of the night, wake all the players up. They finding out a way to get an advantage, right? Um, in this game, I thought that the Buffalo Bills had a had a better team. And Agreed. unfortunately, they just didn't, dog. Unfortunately, they just didn't. This kind of this game kind of emphasized a point for me. Like we always talk about how dumb the coaches are and how they kind of like they'll be sitting on waiting on something to come or coaching for something that hasn't happened yet. Like they were playing defense, waiting on that play action pass that never came. Like instead of just stopping the run. Yeah. They were so busy, like, we gotta be prepared for that. You know, the play action's coming, it's coming, it's coming. The Bama had one pass in the first half. And then two passes in the second half. Only one was completed. So it's like they instead of just seeing what's right in front of you and committing to stopping that, they so busy trying to think ahead and play chess. It, it's not nearly as complicated as these people make it out to be. Yeah, they had the quarterback the who could throw in the one quarterback in this league, probably maybe two or three guys who could throw in the weather that they were in, and they found a way to lose the game. Yeah, though. That's how I go. That's how I, I mean, we always say it all the time. Like people overthink it. It's simple. Sports is simple. Uh, we are joined by a special guest, Lance Woods, the, the comedian. Uh, appreciate you joining us, man. How you living? I can't, I can't hear you on mute. Of course I was. 
Oh yeah, what's up, man? Why wouldn't I be on mute? <laughs> I am oh, great. How you feeling? Good, 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 man. I'm glad you could could join the show. Uh, you know, we were just chopping it up with some sports. I know you're a, you're a heavy sports fan. So is it Sacramento Kings your, your squad? Absolutely. We out here. What you mean? Yeah. So so. I uh I see all like you know the videos and stuff you post and stuff and most of it's like sports like around sports and stuff like that. So I uh you know I thought it would be good to like get you on the show, kind of talk about just being a comedian. What's that like? I mean I'm sure you always had people, you know, expecting you to kind of be funny, for the most yeah. part. Uh, but like, tell us about like when you started. Like when did you know? this is what I want to do like with my life. Like I want to be a comedian and, and, and try my shot at it. Man, I started comedy in my church actually. So <laughs> it wasn't like something I, I never like grew up thinking I was going to be a comedian. Cause I didn't think that was even a real thing. Like you've seen people on TV, but everybody on TV seemed like um, unaccessible. And even the other people on TV you seen was like athletes or like, uh, like rappers or singers. But you also knew other people who did athletic stuff and 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 done stuff in music. You didn't really know anybody personally who was in comedy. Like I, I never growing up knowing a comedian, but I knew plenty of rappers and singers and and basketball players, football players. So at one point, I, I used to be around my house, like imitate my pastor, just like joking with my mom <laughs> and my sister. And and then my mom, she was like over over the um uh like the church anniversary, like the programs. So then she was like, I'm gonna put you on the program to do that at the church. And I was like, fuck you not. <laughs> <laughs> you do a lie and the truth ain't in you in Jesus' name. I ain't doing that. But then they called me to the stage and I had no choice. So I went and did everybody loved it. Then I still wasn't thinking I was going to be a comedian. I thought, oh, that was fun. And they just started asking me to do all of the church events at my church. So if it was an mm-hmm. anniversary, they asked me to host it or all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Then that turned into, okay, well, let me try to go to the comedy club. Then the comedy club, and then that was working. And then it was going from there. So so how was that? How was that experience? Like, I'm sure you like writing jokes or when you when you started to take it serious, you probably were like, you know, okay, I need to like write material and have material. Like how much of it is just like improv where you just, you know, just your natural, like uh, just funny personality in, in the set or how much is it like scripted? Like how do you kind of measure that that environment? Do you just go into it like, I'm gonna just freestyle it? Or, you know, are you like very meticulous about like the material you put together? Like, how do you how do you curate your, your comedy uh, set? So any, any comic who tell you they go up there with no plan, they just freestyling, they probably are not professionals. <laughs> they probably just get high and just start talking <laughs> and you're gonna just start talking. Even if you don't go word for word, line for line, you probably got some kind of outline of what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then within that, something might happen in the crowd, boom, you talk about that. Something might happen over here, boom, the microphone might cut out, you talk about that. The DJ might have messed up your music, you talk about that. Somebody got him and got to the bathroom, you talk about that. Something happened on the way to the show, you talk about that. Mm-hmm. But you always can get back to, to, your, to, to your material. Um, I spent a lot of time writing 
And it's not always necessarily sitting down with a pen and paper and writing. Sometimes it's having a conversation, have a conversation with somebody, and then jokes come. You say, "I got to say that on stage." Mm. And then you like figuring out how to how to uh, make it make sense in a joke form. Mm. Okay. And then you say, "Okay, I'm already. I got a joke about this, and then that just happened. Maybe I could put that with this joke, and they can come together, and I could weave in it like that." So. Yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm very like big on improving. I'm very big on being mm-hmm. in the moment, but I can't depend on that. You can't go on stage and just depend on. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, something happens. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 like of course, if you if you do anything, like you're gonna have some failures at the beginning of the of the process, and you know you'll have some successes. Like how did you how did you weather like the struggles of like being committed. So let's say you did a set and everybody, like it just wasn't hitting, like, you know, cause sometimes it just, I'm, I'm sure not everything that you do just hits. Like, how do you kind of like navigate the space? Cause some people get discouraged. They're like, oh man, like my jokes wasn't working. Like, I'm just going, I'm not messing with it no more. Cause it's just, you know, like, how did you yeah. kind of push through that, that aspect of it? Yeah, I think, I think uh, one thing you'll learn about comedy is it's, all, it's almost like once you get that out the way, you realize, oh, that's the worst that's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like people feel like if it's like if you were, if you a basketball player and you get dunked on, you're like, oh, that's that's the worst. OK, but I got but I had 35 block shots <laughs> and I got dunked on once. So if we weigh in this out, I'm going to stop going for block because I got dunked on. Should I stop playing defense because I got crossed over? You know, it's like if this is the worst, then you know I'll take it. Um, early on, I, I I I was like when I the first bunch of times I done it, I never really had quote unquote bad sets. The crowd was laughing, and then once I started leaving California, and then I started to experience because you start to you got to go to grow, so you start to understand that. Oh, they don't they don't understand these local references the mm. same way. Or, you know, a white person in California is not the same as a white person in Idaho. These these I'm the first black person they seen in person. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's touching me like this. <laughs> uh, so that I mean, you know, you just figure that out. And then like I said, once you figure out that that's the worst thing, it's like you weigh it, it's like, oh, but I still love this thing. So I'm gonna just keep mm. going at it. I still have bad sets to this day sometimes. It's, it's very controlled now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, if the elements are good for comedy, I'll do fine. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I, I did a show at a hookah lounge. It was one in the morning. I was telling jokes. They was in the... <coughs> and they, I, I, they got their back turned to me smoking hookah. I'm trying to talk to them. <laughs> Whatever, I got paid already, guys. So yeah. y'all smoke, smoke on. <laughs> so so like there's a lot of comedians that are you know I, I feel like in the past couple years or so there's been like like a surge of comedians especially with like covid you know this is just like the podcast game it's just a whole surge of podcasts whole surge of like comedians in the space but like who who are like influences for you um, Cause I, I know probably a lot of like up and coming comedians, they look at you, they look at a lot of like other comedians that are in your space, like Kev on stage and all of them who just kind of like grew out of this, this, this whole time to like prominence in a sense. 
you know, who who are some influences that kind of influenced you in the comedy game? It's a bunch of people because um, influences change. Mm-hmm. So you have influences when you first start in comedy, then you got influences when you see what people are doing. I get influenced every day, inspired every day. I don't want to start naming too many names, and I'm gonna forget names. But like you, you mentioned Kev on stage, it's like you know watching how he's grown his platform, you know, in a very independent way, you know, um, independent of Hollywood, independent of the way a lot of other people did things. He's like, no, I'm going to build my thing and let people who like this come over here versus me trying to go over there and conform to what other people are doing. You know, um, influences stand up wise, Tony Roberts is big. Dave Chappelle is big. Richard Pryor is big. Sinbad is big. Mitch Hedberg is big. Patrice O'Neill, Steve Harvey, Bill Burr, Kevin Hart, Chris Rock. Like this, Bernie Mac, his deaf comedy jam set alone. The kick in. You don't understand. I've watched that. I've watched that over a hundred thousand times, it seemed like. And I was just watching like, how did he do that? Like, this is amazing. Like how like you know what I mean? It's just the energy and the the fearlessness. It's like <clears throat> Yeah, bro, I got I got plenty of influences. And then, you know, my peers today and you know, I it's too many to name. <sighs> What so so before you know we let you go, um, before I let go, <laughs> how, what would you say like to some uh, young expir- aspiring comedians who want to get in the comedian game? You know, we got a friend. I think the dude is is is, is funny, but he just kind of acting all scary about being on stage and stuff. I'm like, come on, man, just do it. Just get out there and do it. And the dude is legit funny. But like, what would you, what would, what would be your advice to someone who wanted to get into comedy? You know, how, what would you tell them? Don't do it. Run. Go find something else to do. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with. <laughs> uh, so like, like your your friend who you think is funny, who you, mm-hmm. you say he's funny, he should get on stage. But that got he, he got to make that choice. Mm-hmm. You know, because my advice for every comic is get your ass on stage. If you really want to do it, go get on stage and figure it out. I, I can't even really give a comic advice until they've been doing it. Because mm. everything I'm saying to you is going to sound, it ain't going to make no sense. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, you remember sex ed? What's that? Sex sex education in school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they didn't give us sex ed because everybody in my class was pregnant. <laughs> they was educating the teachers. Look, that's the problem. Move. You've got to pull the panties that way. <laughs> But imagine, imagine trying to tell somebody about sex if they ain't never done it. It's going, it's just yeah. gonna sound hard. Yeah. It's gonna be like, so then, so then you wanna, so you don't wanna do it like this. You wanna do it like this, and they be like, do what, like what? Yeah. Until you've done it, then I can tell you, like, yeah. See that when that happens, yeah, okay. and now you got a crazy woman on your hands. Congratulations. <laughs> but oh man. My advice is always, hey, if you want to do it, go get on stage. Go find. The, the local open mics or whatever or create your own situations if you got a room full of people just get up there and start cracking jokes and see what happens and you start to get in it and then we can come back and we can talk about some real advice as far as 
how to approach certain things. But yeah. go go do it. Get started. Yeah. So you you do have a special, uh, undeniable Lance Woods. Go check it out. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, like, how was that experience? Like doing a special. You know, was that like something that was like difficult to do, or you just, you know, how how did that? How did you get the opportunity to kind of do that? Was that something you always had planned that you were gonna do, or just just came? Now, I was in I was in Mexico shooting a movie, and um, me and the director was at lunch. The director of the movie, a clear shot, is me and Mario Van Peebles, Glenn Plummer, a bunch of other great actors. <laughs> and we was at lunch, and I was like, "Yo, I want to shoot a special." And he was like, "All right, let's do it." It was that simple as far as getting him on board to to shoot it all. Um, we had that conversation, I believe, in like January, and then we shot in September. Um, so he made that process really easy. Shout out to my man, Nick Leisure, director extraordinaire. So that was the, that was the, I'm trying, I'm trying to word this correctly. So this, this is something else I'll tell people, but this is once again, advice I'd have to give you later on after you've already started. Now I shot my own special and then I went to go look for distribution myself. Mm-hmm. independently like I didn't wait for Amazon or Netflix to come say hey we think you're ready for a special I shot the special and went to Netflix and say y'all I got I got some I got some comedy if y'all want some mm-hmm. you know because you're sitting around waiting for people to tell you when you're ready it'll never get you where you want to go so um, as far as the process of shooting it I just like the it was a long day mm. It was just, but once I got on stage, it like flew by. Mm-hmm. I just remember that day it was, I shot it on my birthday. And then I was also doing like Sacramento Kings media. So it was media day that day. So I'm interviewing players. And then mm-hmm. by night I'm shooting my special. Um, I just remember everything about it. I remember getting my outfit made for it. I remember locking, uh, securing the venue. I remember just everything, man. It's just a beautiful mm-hmm. night. And, you know, the reception that I've been getting from it, because it's only been out for a couple months now, but the reception that the people are giving it is amazing. Yeah, dog. I, I, I'm a fan. I, I, like, watch his stuff. I'm like, this dude is legit funny. And, like, I, it's hard for me. I guess I, like, you know, you, you watch a lot of comedians, you see a lot of stuff, and I, I feel like not a lot of people are funny, funny. Like I feel like people kind of force the comedy a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Not, but but watching you, it was just natural, you know. And and I appreciate like just natural comedy or whatever. It didn't it didn't seem forced. It just seemed like you were just chopping it up. And so I appreciated that. And then you know, of course, like stuff about like the dating the white girls, your cousin dating the white girls. I, I like all that stuff is funny uh, because it's true. <laughs> yeah, and that's the one thing my pastor told me early on when I was starting. He was like. Just, just tell the truth. It's like all of the yeah. funny is in the truth. Yeah. And I, I, that stuck with me. It's like, just tell yeah. the truth. Yeah. The truth. Like all of these made up, like, no, the truth. Yeah. The truth is always going to win. Yeah. Facts. Facts. 
Hey, man, I definitely, I mean, words can't express just my appreciation for you coming on the show, spending, taking time. I'm not going to really talk about the Sacramento Kings because they, Josh, sorry for real. They're not really doing a whole lot. Wow, that was very unnecessary. No one even, no one, no one asked. What are you going to do? What are you going to, what are you going to say about the Kings, though? I mean. I mean where, where you want to start? I mean, we could talk about the Kings all day. I mean, I don't have all day to talk, but I'm telling you, we could talk about, where, where you from? DC, we we this is Wiz Town over here. Now nah, I'm gonna tell you something. The Wizards look very good right now. They, I mean they they started off hot and they're kind of cooling off. They're cooling off. But I like I like Spencer Dinwiddie a lot. Yeah, I like. We, him. we concerned over here just because he's been missing games, playing games, and missing games. We you know, I feel like our team is just lacking another superstar. But then again, every team wants wants multiple superstars. Like you, you, yeah. you know, now the the Wizards will be good. I think I think they'll be like a top six team in the East. Maybe get to the second round or something. You know, they they not they not they not Brooklyn. They mm-hmm. not Milwaukee. No, they not Miami or Chicago. But outside of that, they, you know, yeah. in the East. Unless I'm think, unless I'm skipping over a team, I'm just not. No, nah, yeah, you know, Celtics maybe probably throw them oh, in there. That Celtics team is tricky. Yeah, they gonna, I think they're gonna end up breaking that team up too. Yeah, yeah, I think they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to move because you know Danny Ainge's been collecting draft picks for 15 years, but at some point you got to draft somebody. <laughs> like at, at some point, yeah. just having a bunch of draft picks is like okay, like I get it. You say you yeah. got a bunch of lotto tickets, you're gonna have to cash these in at some point. Yeah, nah. I mean, Jalen Brown's great, but come on, come on, Danny, come on, Daniel. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Now, I'm just messing with the Sacramento. Like, I mean, as a Wizards fan, we've been trashed for a long, long time. So, how Mm -hmm. how dare I say anything negative about any other team when we've been in the in the cellar talking? When you was talking, I was getting some. They was texting me. The goons was on. They was on camera. I was like, "Yo, somebody talking shit." And I, I was texting him while he's talking. Like, "Nah, calm down. He's cool." They, they was almost coming to DC, man. Now, I, I had to cool them off. They good now, but yeah, nah. We 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 we'll see we we'll see y'all in the in the playoffs. I mean, Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. A couple pieces. Yeah, y'all made some moves. Like, then y'all get rid of y'all coach. That was. I think that needed to happen. Um, um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they. Um. They got. They fired Luke Walton. Yeah. Um. And then. Um. Alvin Gentry stepped in. We'll see how long. We'll see what they do with Alvin Gentry. They've been playing a little better with Gentry. I don't know. I mean, we're gonna see what happens, man. Because it's still early in the season. But they ain't really nobody putting no distance outside yeah. of outside of Golden State. Warriors. Yeah. Warriors cooking. Outside of Golden State, and nobody in the West really ain't really in Phoenix. Yeah, Golden State, Phoenix, and it's kind of everybody else. Yeah. So as 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 mediocre as it feels like the Kings have played, they're probably like two games out the fifth seed or something <laughs> like that. <It's, laughs> but like it's still early. It's December. It's still, you know it I mean? is so, December. It is know, early. They, they they show signs. Yeah. Nah, for sure. They got a young team. When you got a young team, you just gotta be patient. I mean, honestly, it's just it's just gonna take patience. Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, Lance, thank you so much for, for joining us. Appreciate you taking the time out at Sir Lance Woods on IG. Uh, any shout outs you want you want to give? Um, shout out to you for having me on. Appreciate you. How about that? Appreciate you. Thank you. How about, for- how about shout out everybody? Make sure y'all tune in and locked into this podcast. And man, I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you, man. We'll definitely check out your content. Go follow this man. Go look at his special. Uh, check it out. I'm telling you, he's legit funny. That's not a size. If we endorse somebody, it's, it's the real deal. So appreciate you. Thank you, man, for taking the yes, time. Yes, sir. Lance Woods, ladies and gentlemen, uh, do funny. I can go ahead and play some some uh, a clip. This this stuff he be doing on IG that I, I think is funny. Kyle Kuzma deserve a minimum 15-game suspension for wearing this to the game. We didn't say defund the fashion police. Come get this man off the streets. It looked like his three kids standing on top of each other's shoulders sneaking into the arena. This how women look after they steal their man's hoodie. He look like he got his boyfriend clothes on. This how women dress on lazy Saturdays. All he missing is a glass of wine and some imaginary hoes hating on him. No, he got a lot of clips like that. He got one cooking Kevin Durant's ankles with the with the with the scales on the side of uh, Kevin KD's ankles. Like, do legit funny. Uh, so go definitely go check him out. Support. Um, yeah, man, appreciate him him joining us today. Uh, Aaron, Washington football team, what's happening? You go. I told you we win? was going to win. I told you we was going to win. What did you put the? What we put the wings on? Dog, we put the wings on. They they go to the playoffs. Oh yeah, oh, oh, or they I have a winning okay, record. Okay, okay, okay. So a let's win, go ahead and do wings for the, for this Dallas joint right now. Dallas Dog, week. See, see, you four try, in a row, try, five in a row, five in a row. Dog, first of all, the the numbers just the chance. If you flip a coin in the air and throw it in the air six times, it's not going to land on head six times in a row, dog. So I'm not going. I'm not. I can't put the wings on it because I don't expect them to win. First of all, Dallas is a better team, in my opinion. Are they a better coach? They... <laughs> Ron Rivera. So, so this is the thing. Ron Rivera. He, he. You know what he is, dog. This dude knows how to like. He knows how to rally losers, dog. I, I just some coaches just know how to rally losers, dog. It's just I don't know. I can't explain it. These dudes have won. First of all, these Bamas have never been this lucky ever in my life. I watched the, watched the football team my entire life. These dudes got rabbit foots all over the locker room, dog, because the <laughs> stuff that be happening to these dudes at the end of games, I've never seen in my life. First of all, in the in the final moments of this last game, it was a pass interference. Should have put the Bamas on the two-yard line. They didn't call that, Joe. Just let it go. Uh, it just like I, I these dudes is squeaking out wins. I can't believe it. And Taylor Heineke, I mean, trust and believe this Bama is going to somehow, some way, win himself into a, an extension, extended contract. Oh, this is Kirk all over again. <laughs> this is Kirk all over, but this is the thing, he's not even as good as Kirk Cousins, in my opinion. He's not, Kirk Cousins is better. Than he is. He's so inaccurate. But, but Kirk, but he, he don't have that bitch gene that Kirk got. 
That's what, what cripples Kirk. He's like the opposite of Kirk. He has well, Kirk yeah, he got, great physical talent, but Kirk has NFL ability. Arm. Yeah, he yeah. does have NFL ability. Taylor doesn't but, really have an NFL caliber arm. He just, first of all, his pocket elusiveness is on 99. That's his best quality. Because mm-hmm. he, it's probably been maybe 10 sacks he's gotten out of this year that most of the he got out of a sack and scrambled out of the pocket and then missed a wide open receiver. I was like, because he can't throw the rock. So he, had, it's like if you could combine them two together, you'd make a decent NFL quarterback. Dog, but, if you can combine them two together, that about me, Kyler Murray. What you mean? <laughs> but Dog, y'all, I mean, he, y'all got to ride the magic pause until until the Drake uh, wear out. That's just this the same route y'all took last year. Be sorry as hell in the beginning. Then rally the losers, like you say, <laughs> and rally a bunch of uh, overachieving Bamas. Oh, he rallied these losers. The defense just under five hundred. The defenses look better, but it's still like, what you call it? Missed the touchdown pass to Deshaun uh, Jackson. Like I, I just don't know what happens to the teams they play. It's like they mind just boggle up, and then they do something stupid. Like I'm like, bro, this game is simple. Our secondary is trash for real. But All nobody challenges the secondary. Take deep shots. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> take deep shots and you're going to beat us every time because we don't have covering corners. The corners we have are bend, don't break, can tackle running backs type cornerbacks. Covering receivers who go downfield is not our strong suit. And I don't know why nobody's throwing downfield on them. But this week, I expect and anticipate Dallas to throw downfield. All the pocket time that, that uh, what do you call it, had the week before? So, uh, uh, what do you call it, had a lot of time. Russell Wilson had a lot of time to throw the football for the most part. Uh, um, Derek Carr had a lot of time to throw the football for the most part. They got and a, lot of a lot of pressure. Because he's dialing up blitzes all of a sudden that he wasn't dialing up when he had all, when he had the all pro type babbers in, in the joint. It just it boggles my mind that when you lose your two studs on the end, all of a sudden you find a way to dial up pressures and be more complicated with your defense. It's just, it, I just find it interesting. But the defense they only gave up fifteen. You can't complain to that. I don't know how they only. I, what's what's this? What's this? What's going to happen this week, dog? It's Dallas week. What's going to happen? Dallas ain't playing the Dallas level necessarily the last, um, seemed like month. I thought that they played better in this past game. With Mike McCarthy out? Yes. He come back. I don't know what you're going to get. I don't, I'm not 100% confident that, that Dallas is going to win this game, though. Aaron, I'm, no. I'm not putting money about on to it. Put, you about to put wings on it. If you're going to put wings on it, I'll put wings on it. Nah, I think it's no. a 51. Like, so coming into, let's say, two, three weeks ago, you would say this is a 90% Dallas win. Mm-hmm. We're not at that point anymore. Right now, nah, it's like 45, 55. Yeah, I, I got it at six. I think, so they got the Dallas Cowboys favorite at four and a half. And it's at in home. Washington. So you get three points. So they saying that, that Dallas is a touchdown better than Washington because you get three points for home field. That's, what, they, that's what they're saying. And you know all the Washington hopefuls gonna be out in full brigade. That stadium gonna be rocking like old RFK. 
because let me check the, let me check the forecast. I it's saw it was supposed to be like seventy on Saturday or something. Yeah, Saturday, but Sunday gonna be back to fifty-one. You want to take a chance on it? I'm not taking a chance on it. See Sunday, forty-seven. Taylor, yeah, be that's that's brick. So I don't, I don't know, dog. You bring Dallas up here to play in that cold weather. I don't know if they with it, dog. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I like them four and a half. I might take Washington to cover with a, a field goal. I don't know, dog. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it, Ern. I don't like it. Seventeen not gonna row? get it done. Seventeen not gonna get it done. Five in a row? You think these dudes can win five games in a row? I think they can win one, and they won four. So what do you mean? Oh, these Bama's then jump all the way back into playoff contention, Aaron. They not even the last seed no more. They like the sixth seed. If they beat Dallas, bro, then they got two Giants games coming up, two Eagles games coming up. If they beat Dallas, the last all the rest of the games is division jump. So they don't, they can't even like. Celebrate, which I think is actually good. You know what I'm saying? Watch the, Giants. the Giants trash. They're gonna win both of those. They're gonna know. win one of the Eagles games. That's mm-hmm. three wins left. If they win this Dallas game, they're gonna be in the playoffs. So your wing should be secure. That that that's the thing. If they beat Dallas, I say. But this is the thing. If they beat Dallas, they're gonna lose the next game, dog. That'll be no. That's no, dog. They're gonna watch the be, Giants. Dog, it'll be seven games in a row, Aaron. There's no way. Six but games in a row. But this is not dice, dog. It's not like just because you roll, it has to eventually be something else. If you outplay the other team, you win, generally speaking. Okay. Right. And don't turn I, I the just, ball over. He threw one interception, but they're not really turning it over. They, first of uh, all, he threw an interception and Bama dropped the jump. Yeah, that happens all the time, though. He, he's the luckiest. All the time. He's the luckiest with those. But uh, uh, Gibson hasn't been fumbling either because they've been winning the turnover battle. And no, so the issue heavy. is Logan Thomas has saved his ass plenty of times with these high throws. Dog, Logan Thomas throw, catches he, them joints. He mossed the Joe out of first of all, we don't have anybody else that could do that. And so Terry That's McLaurin a, saved him a bunch too. But without Logan Thomas, it seems like he's a different quarterback, especially when it comes to those red zone touchdowns, because you don't have to be accurate when you got a six six bamo that can jump out the gym being able to bring <laughs> in some of those passes. So that part's gonna be interesting. Um I don't know how long McKissick's going to be out, but as long as they don't turn the ball over a bunch, they they, sh- they should be in the game. Wow, what are you going to see? Just this they can't the get first down time. early and make him have to throw yeah, the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is yeah. If he has to throw thirty times, it's a wrap. You got to be able to control control the clock as they've been doing. And yeah, just uh, Gibson leads the NFC in uh, Russia. Eight hundred something yards. Assert yourself on the ground and just go that way, like. We're seeing around the league that's starting to be a formula that works for these quarterbacks that just not able to get it done. Um, yeah, I think you got to do it, though. But if they win, Aaron, if they beat the Dallas Cowboys, they win six games in a row. <laughs> this town about to go bananas. They about to win a chip? Nah, heck no. That ain't happening. They going to win a playoff happening. game? It ain't happening. I don't think that's happening either. Unless we play Kirk Cousins, then we got a chance. These Bama's lost to Detroit. Oh, you got to be they kidding. Lost to Detroit. We gonna we gonna we gonna get on we gonna get on them. We gonna get on we gonna get on Minnesota. Uh, cause 
they like and it, and it's really dog. You gotta fire your coach at that point. I watched the last moments of that game, and I kept saying to myself, "Why are you playing back on a with a quarterback and Jared Goff, who's known pressure to stifle him, dog?" It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, so they caught an L, and, and it's Kirk Cousins' fault. I'm, I don't care. It's still Kirk Cousins' fault. Uh, we got our games. I still haven't added up the stuff, dog. I, I, I'm still in the gauntlet. As soon as I get out the gauntlet, I'm going to add it up for the last four weeks now. It's four weeks now. But at least I got the receipts for every week, so I'll be able to add it up. Um, this week we got the NFL games. We got Pittsburgh Steelers at the Minnesota Vikings. Speaking of the Vikings, Vikings are favored minus three and a half. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers, though. Steelers. Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers. Steelers just played the Ravens tough. They squeaked out a win. They kept their playoff hopes alive. Tomlin ain't never had a losing record in his life. And if he was to lose this, that would increase the percentages of him having his first losing season this year. That's not happening, so they're going to beat Kirk Cousins in the, in the Vikings, though. Mark, stamp that. Stamp that. Uh, so I'm going with the I'm going with the Steelers, too. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team. Uh, Washington is underdogs at home, four and a half. Washington. What you going to do? Washington. I am scared to pick Washington, even though my heart wants them to win. So no, I'm I'm going Dallas. I ain't messing with y'all. I was trying to get you to take the bait, but you ain't take it. Give me Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Dallas. Yo, no, you try to get me though. No. I'm going with Dallas too. I'm not messing with these Washington football team though. It's not in the cards, young. It's not in the cards. They can't keep winning like this, uh, especially with an inaccurate quarterback. This man is so inaccurate. It's like if he was accurate, Aaron, I would be inclined to take them in a game like this because I'd be like, look, the Bama's elusive. He gets out of trouble and he can make those those surefire throws. But I've seen him too consistently throw over Bama's heads, miss wide open people. Throw the ball high, which lends to interceptions in most cases. Um, be careless with the football. Like, I, I just, mm-mm, I'm going with Dallas. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Titans are favored minus nine and a half against Jacksonville. I mess with Jacksonville no more. Give me the Titans. I'm going with the Titans as well. Coming off a bye, they're going to wash the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at the Houston Texans. Seattle is favorite minus seven and a half at Houston. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is hurt again. Feared, I guess he torn something, ligament or something. Dog, the Bama just need to retire. Because he stay hurt. Who you you wouldn't rehab with? for 15 million? I would. You're right. You're every right. year. I'm rehabbing every year. Cut the check. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm going with Seattle to beat Houston. Give me Seattle. 
Yeah, they're going to beat them by a seven and a half. Uh, Raiders coming off a loss at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favorite minus eight and a half. They Dang. played better. Give this me is the, division, division matchup. Eight and a half tough, Paul. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Raiders too, dog. I'm going to go ahead and rock with the Raiders. Um, Yeah, I'm going to rock with the Raiders. Uh, New Orleans Saints at the New York Jets. Jets are underdogs at home, five and a half. Uh, Saints have been without Alvin Kamara for like the past five weeks. And just my Killing luck, I got him on fantasy. And this Bama not even playing. Like, I don't even know right. if he's going to come back for the season. This joint is killing me. And you know, in fantasy, it's coming down to the playoff time. So you need the studs. Like, it, every win matters, dog. And I haven't even been over. Like, I've been just trying out random Joe Schmoes out there to try to help me, give me two, three points. This is ridiculous, dog. But I think that the New Orleans Saints are better than the Jets, so I'm going to go with the Saints. Is Michael Thomas not playing football no more? Sure look like it. I ain't even heard a peep about that, Bama. Yeah. Okay. So it look like they just gearing up to get a quarterback for next year or something because it don't. It looked like they 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 gave up on this season. But I, I, I'm going with the Saints over the Jets, minus the five and a half. What you doing? Saints. Okay. Uh, Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are favored minus two and a half against Atlanta. Um, last time we saw the Carolina Panthers, they looked like some doo-doo. So, and McCaffrey out again. Give me the stay hurt. Yeah, I'm going with the Falcons plus the 20. You taking Matt Ryan? Hold on. I'm just not taking the Panthers. Okay. When they don't have uh, the Aryan super soldier out there, them Bama's be looking real pedestrian. Real regular, real regular. Uh, Atlanta, sorry, got Atlanta. Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. Browns are favorite minus two and a half. Ravens have looked real regular as of late. Are you concerned about Lamar Jackson? Yes, but they'll win this game. Give me the Ravens. I am going with the Ravens as well. All right. Then you have the New York Giants at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are favored minus 10 and a half. Damn. Give me the Chargers. I don't know about this one, though. Where is it? In San Diego? San Diego. Give me the Chargers. Ten and a half is is steep. It's inflated, but they'll win by two scores. I'm gonna go with the Giants on this one. That ten and a half is too too. Uh, yeah, I, I can't even rock with the, the ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, Detroit Lions at the Denver Broncos. Broncos are favorite minus seven and a half. Broncos. Detroit Lions got their first win this week over Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins. And, the, and the Minnesota Vikings. Dog. And yeah. It, so the Denver Broncos, this, I don't, I think Detroit now, they have a, well, they have a little bit more confidence. I think they can cover the seven and a half versus Denver. I think they'll cover the seven and a half. I'm going with Detroit. Okay. 
San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals got washed. Uh, their favorite, Bengals are favorite minus a, a half a point. I'm going with San Francisco. You see, what's the spread again? A half a point in favor of Cincinnati. Give me Cincinnati. Okay. Buffalo Bills coming off a loss to the Patriots at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favorite minus three and a half. Mm, and this is in Tampa? In Tampa. It's mm. a tough one. Give me Tampa. I'm going to go Buffalo. Uh, Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are favored minus 11 and a half. Give me the Packers. <sighs> Give me the Bears plus the 11 and a half. Uh, Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray comes back and it's Kyler Murray. He cooks. Uh, Cardinals are favorite minus two and a half. James Conner quietly has been the, one of the best running backs in the NFL next to uh, the dude out of Indianapolis. What's, what's my man name? John Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. So I, I'm going to go with Arizona in this one. Cardinals. Cardinals. So we unanimous there. Uh, that is our games. Um, before we get out of here, dog, you concerned about the Wizards? Yeah, I, th- I mean they need they need another guard. Well, another score. That could come from the three position. But I think if they're not gonna get a certified score, they need another point guard. What would you think about this, right? What would you think about a move like this? You package a deal where you give up maybe Kyle Kuzma, uh, uh, what's the what's the young boy, Aaron Holiday, and maybe I'm trying to think here because it's got to be strategic, and uh, maybe like. Uh, what's his name? Bryant. Thomas Bryant for like Pascal Siakam. I'm not giving up uh, Kuzma and and all that for Pascal Siakam. I can't. Siakam gets I think, buckets, dog. He, to me, he's like a he's like a he's another tiered star. He's not a superstar, but he can he can he can help you win. Like those games where you need buckets and you in in that you got Bill you can go to, you would need you could give it to Siakam. Like to me that's like another star that you can lean on around with the pieces that you have. So I feel like Kuzma just leaves some stuff to be desired. Um even though he's been playing exceptionally well. And I think that falls on sometimes the green light that some of these alias guards I don't like keep getting shots that should be like Kuzma's the second best offensive player on the team whether people want to like it or not he's the second best natural scorer after Bill on the team not Dinwiddie not these other guys they don't mm-hmm. run enough offense to him or make it a priority to get him shots other than him just 
getting kickouts from double teams and just pulling threes sometimes just because he happens to be standing where a double team is just uh, another player just got double team. Like mm-hmm. they need to run more, more shots to him. He's the only one that's kind of been making shots this year because Bill, mm-hmm. he scored 31 the other night, but he hasn't yeah, been scoring he, to his normal clip before. And he hasn't been shooting well from behind. Bertans, yeah. So none of the, the team hasn't really been shooting well from three, but Kuzma's the only one that's been shooting a decent percentage. He started off a little cool, but shooting a decent percentage from three. So, like, run more offense to him. I think he's on the upside, not the downside. And so Mm -hmm. I think he could be even a better offensive player if they stop letting Neto and some of these other random yos just throw up whatever and there's no penalty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I I, I get that y'all like the share the ball offense and, like, everybody gets a shot. I get y'all emphasize that, but I don't like that. I want dogs to get the shots. Like, you'll get a couple of the joints, but it's not equal opportunity over here. Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah. like, I just don't like when it's just everybody got an equal shot. Nah, I want Bill taking bad shots over Neto taking good shots. I want Kuzma taking good shots or just taking shots over Neto taking shots. It's just, mm-hmm. for me, I don't want to see these some of these alias Bammers with seven, eight, nine, ten shots at the end of the game and they losing. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Who, 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 what did the Wizards do? How, who can they go after you think would come in and be able to like? Uh, the guy in, in uh, New York, they just got benched. I Kimba? think you get him for cheap. Oh, and I Rose? think he'll be a perfect, yeah, Kimba. I think he'd be a perfect um, fit to what they're trying. He already benched, so you coming off the bench. He can play that combo guard. So like when Dinwiddie is not available, he can play the one or the two. He's not in New York. He's not going to have that same pressure. He could score the basketball. Like he's not playing hot right now, but I think he's somebody you can get for cheap for the pieces that you have. Um, and I think it'll be a better fit than, I know it seemed like I hate Neto, dog, but I just don't understand this Bama be getting all these minutes and all these shots. Yeah, he definitely these situations. be getting a lot of shots, though. He definitely be getting way too many shots. And this Dinwiddie uh, move I, is kind of a fail in this year only because of his health. Like, he can't consistently show up and mm-hmm. be the guy that you paid him to be at $20 million a year. I think you get some of that in return if you can get, I don't know what the money looks like, but if you can get Kimba, I think that makes sense. Depending on what you have to give up, of course. But I, I want another guard on the team. Yeah, I do want another guard too. I want another scoring guard on our team because the guards we got right now, I just Neto blows my life. I don't really like him much. Aaron Holiday is Aaron just Holiday just undersized shots. Undersized, he just looked Otis. like yeah. Like I know there was a there was a you know rumor around uh, Karis Levert. And maybe Sabonis and how to uh, Indianapolis maybe look and try to rebuild and get pieces and stuff like that. And um, you know, while I think Sabonis is the real deal, though, like I would love to have him, uh, Montrez, both on the glass with Gafford. Yeah, like oh that. my gosh, though! First of all, every rebound would belong to us. Every putback, like you wouldn't really have to worry about outside shooting because you got three Bammers on the inside that can get putbacks. They all play real dirty and it's like they just ballers young and they gr- like they're very like gritty ballers so but and what's going on I, with Roy though like it's enough is enough enough is enough though he got the etch a sketch in his mind right now dog he just it don't you shake it up dog and it's just the sand just I don't know <laughs> 
Like, oh, Bama's just no. patient and letting the Bama take it. But enough is enough. These Bama's like 20-some games into the season. Just all stop. We need the bodies, though. We need the bodies. But I don't know. You're right, though. The biggest need is, is at guard. It is at guard. I actually like what I've seen from Denny Avdia. I've liked what I've seen from Kispert. Like, I do like Kispert. I, I felt like they given us solid minutes. And honestly, real talk, I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not trying to tell uh, Wes Unsell Jr. how to coach the team or whatever. But really, I would like for Kispert to be a little more aggressive offensively. Because he's done some stuff where I'd be like, oh, let the Bama shoot. Like, it seemed like he he not trying to get yelled at or like he just trying to like stay in the good graces opposed to just just playing, dog. Like, Because he don't have minutes he can lean on yet where he knows I'm going to get this ex- amount of minutes. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm like, he don't need to be like, first of all, we're, right now the team is lacking bona fide shooters and scorers. Right. It's lacking that. So... If you have somebody who's shown and demonstrated that they actually can put the ball in the hoop, and I think he can, honestly. He's a natural shooter to me. Let the dude go. And and I, and granted, I don't want the Bama taking step back threes and, you know, fadeaways for, you know, like, but I do want him more aggressive offensively. I just want him more aggressive. So like, the one criticism I will say of Wes Unsell so far and this is just my personal preference. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I know better than he know. I don't like, and it kind of is a piggyback off of the point from earlier. I don't like, I think the bench is too too long. Like he plays too long of a rotation. Like too many minutes going to too many guys too equally. Like I want to see, and I, maybe he's preserving the team for later in the year. I don't know. That's but what it seemed like to at me. A it seemed like point, a, a preservation of the team to like make sure that nobody's burnt out. Yeah. At a certain point, I feel like he got to find out who his guys are, mm-hmm. and because sometimes it looked like it looked like Pee Wee League, where everybody get, everybody's gonna get a certain, a shared amount of minutes, and it's almost like coaching off of cue cards in that mm-hmm. way. Where I feel like sometimes we just got to go by feel. Like Kispert, like you said, you've been hot this last week. You might not start, but you're gonna get 25 minutes this game instead of Avi, who'd be putting up three points or six points or zero mm-hmm. points on the box score because he's he's already a better scorer than Avi is, even though he's a rookie. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. little tweaks like that, and and that's where you don't know if it's Tommy still with the Ernie Grunfeld uh, plan of okay, my guys are here, I want to see this and see that, the, or does he have full autonomy to be like, you know what, I'm gonna tighten up this rotation until somebody starts earning some of these minutes versus just throwing Joe Blows out there. It's just too I, many bums getting too many, not bums, but too many yeah. Joe Blows getting too many quality minutes for yeah. my life. I, I, I'm i going to have to agree with you there. I think that they could cut that roster down a little bit. I get it. It's a long season, and we're not even through the first quarter of it. So, you know, having a rotation, getting guys, some development in there, all that matters. You know, you're getting back-to-backs and you're trying to get guys in. I think Abdia has done a lot. Like, he's really an all-around, just do do everything. Like, be on the boards, try to – but defensively, he be getting bammed on, dog. Like, he be getting fouls and stuff. He play hard, but defensively, I feel like when guys match up against them, they just like – you you know how it is in the gym. You like that? Yeah. They just be like, this bad on me? got this white boy on me? Okay. <laughs> You know how it go. 
You know how I go. Oh, you you put this bad on? Oh, I'm about to fry him. And they do. And so I, I just think you have to kind of change that or at least put somebody on the other end that they fear. Like, I feel like Kisberg, he might give up a little bit defensively, but on the other end, the Bama's a knockdown shooter. I've seen him be able to get to the cup, but he's playing tentative because, like you say, his men have saying ain't, ain't secure. So uh, I, hopefully they'll get through this stretch. I mean, they've lost three in a row, and it seems like they hit that patch, and it seems like Montrez Harrell is kind of getting fatigued as far as his body looks like because he not exploding to the basket and dunking like he was two weeks ago. Like, he barely just dunking the basketball. I mean, he's still dunking, but, you know, it just ain't with the same type of explosive that it was. Yeah, explosiveness yeah. that was early on. I think I mean, they should Gabbard, run more offense to him, too. I feel like that he gets a lot of buckets just based on his hustle and rebound and tenacity yeah. like I don't think they run enough because when they run offense to the Batman let him get his touches he can go out there and give you 25 when Bill struck him or 28 you know what I mean it's just I know he's still learning his team you know what I mean it's his first year with this roster mm-hmm. I, I get it and I'm gonna be patient but um just some of the things that I've noticed in the losses and when they're not looking right I want to see what his answer is going to be for some of those um, some of those issues, and I hope I hope Tommy got one more move in him, at either the so three too. or the, but preferably the one. I'm scared though, dog. You you talking about a move right now? After you make all these good moves, it's like, dog, they bound to mess it up, dog. We about to give up some draft picks, something like it. It just got to be the right piece, and I think there's a few few players that you know you might could get in here that could help this team kind of jump to that next tier but let's see who on the trade block there's gotta be some guys out here I think the Kimball Walker one makes sense you probably wouldn't have to give up you know your whole lunchbox for it Cam Reddish I like Cam Reddish but but again like what what role is he gonna come here and do I don't I don't want these tweener guys where you gotta figure out they gotta like basically like earn the respect of the team I need right, somebody right, right. who come in all break and it's like, oh yeah, this dude's a starter. And KCP, you going to the bench. Like straight like that. Like that's what we what we need to bring in here. Somebody where everybody is already like, oh yeah, nah, this dude is the real deal. All right, let's I take uh Will Barton. Um who else I, I like Will Barton. I like Will Barton. Eric but Gordon. I don't know. I don't know if you get I don't know if you get Will Barton in this system to do what they're doing right now. Because Will Barton is a one-on-one type of like a player. So Tyler I, Hero. I like Tyler Hero. But again, what you going to get to be able to get him? Right, right, right. You don't think Rui and Thomas Bryant and maybe Bertans is enough because Bertans ain't knocking the shots down, then he ain't no point in being out there. Yeah, I don't know. They got to yeah, find I, their three-point shot. I would try. Listen, I would try. I, would, I tell you, I would package that deal up and say, hey, young, what's up? I got something for you. Y'all trying to do this? Him and Bill in the backcourt? I'd be safe. I just want a guy 6'6". Six, six. Like, they so undecided. And then what he essentially would be perfect if he could stay healthy and stay in the game. I just, I don't know. Yeah, man. We we going to see. We're going to see. I do not know either, bro. But, but it's not panic see. button yet. It's not panic. It's not button. panic. Nah, nah, not for sure. They're not the best Wizards team you've seen, though, no more. You <laughs> you got to take that back. I do. I was hyped, though. I was Gil hyped. would never. He would never. 
Uh, follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Uh, shout out to Where's Buffy. Shout out to Kicking It with G-Man. Shout out to Lance J Radio. Shout out to uh, Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to uh, um, uh, Jenna Garcia. Uh, if you try to get the PS5, it's still lit. We got to get to a thousand subscribers. You get the PS5. I got two weeks. Christmas about to Christmas. be here, and then you know we're gonna be in the new year. Then you're gonna be waiting on the, the summer. Uh, follow us, share the content, share the show. Appreciate our, our guest joining us, uh, Lance Woods. Um, go check him out. Subscribe and follow him on IG. And we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?